What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Blackie Cool Podcast, where we talk about comic book and anime news from the past week. Um, I'm your host, Gershon. This is episode 42. I forgot for a second. <laughs> and before we get into the episode, please, if you can, like the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, hit five stars if you're watching this on iTunes. It helps me in the algorithm and boosts my views up and help other people hear about the podcast. You can also just share the podcast. This is a great way for other people to know about the podcast and know that you like the podcast. It's always appreciated. But with that out the way, um, let's dive into the... Oh, I blanked out for a second. <laughs> with that out the way, let's dive in, guys. First up, you know how we do this. Small screen news is first. And first up, Attack on Titan Season 4 is coming fall 2020. I am very excited for this after um, the last season. Attack on Titan is always kind of a a weird series. Either starts out really great, gets dull in the middle, and then ends either great or ends to where they at least make you want to see what happens next. Season 3, they did it again. It got really weird in the middle, but they finished it very strong. Like, very strong to where you're like, oh my god, what's going on here? I have to know what's going to happen with this. I need to know this story. Um, I'm very excited for Season 4 to see the conclusion of this. This is apparently supposed to be the final season. That's what's been thrown around. I don't know if that's 100% true. Um, but it's going to be very interesting to see. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for season four uh, to see where Aaron goes. Uh, I, well, I'm, I'm, I can't say too much because I don't want to spoil it for anybody that hasn't watched it up to now. Because I know a couple people, Faust, are still behind on seasons and they're still trying to catch up. But yeah, definitely catch up. This is not that one piece thing where you gotta watch like 80 episodes to get to like two good episodes and then watch 80 more episodes. It's not that. There's only like maybe 10 episodes. Like, I am one of those people that do not watch anime. Be like, well, if you watch the first four episodes, there's bad. But then like 10 episodes down, it gets good. No, I'm not watching that. This is the only one I am saying it's okay with. Attack on Titan starts off really good. That first season is amazing, at least for the first, like, 15 episodes. And then there's a little weird stuff, and then it gets good again, and then there's a little bit of a drought. But then season two kicks off, and it's back to the mayhem and just bloodshed and awesomeness, and then it falls down. This is one of those animes I'm okay with having to watch, like, two, three episodes that are just... To get to like 17 episodes that are like, oh my god, I'm edge of my seat. Awesome. So, yeah. If you're a Attack on Titan fan, get ready. It's coming back 2020 fall. And I am very excited. Hope you are too. Next bit of news. One Piece is getting a live action um, series on Netflix. I did not see when it's coming out. I'm assuming 2021. I think it's by the same people that are doing the Cowboy Bebop uh, live action on Netflix. So, if you're a One Piece fan, how do you feel about this? 
I know Luffy. I've seen a, like two or three episodes, maybe maybe ten episodes. Um, I'm not a big pirate guy. I get the concept of the show. I get everybody has some kind of magical power, cool fighting thing. I just don't like this. Like 800 episodes, a lot of filler. It's weird lore. Sometimes they change it up. Um, I can't get into it. I'm gonna be honest. I like I like Luffy as a main character. I like that he's determined to. He wants one goal. He's determined to get that goal. I like that. I just don't like that they had so many episodes to do it with. Like it's super popular in Japan. It is super popular in Japan, and it's getting more popular here. It's just not for me. I'm sorry, but I will check out this live action. I think that would be interesting. I don't mind. I mean, this is this is going to be like one of the first live as live action anime adaptations that went to a series. I think that's where they're going to do better when they have more time to develop these characters and get you into that world and get you into the lore of those characters in that world in a series instead of a hour and a half two-hour movie where you're trying to condense 20 to 30 episodes into that two-hour movie never really works out really well but i think this is going to be this and cowboy bebop is going to really show if this is the best way moving forward with adaptations for anime and live attic live action adaptations for anime is really going to be interesting to see so i am kind of excited about it i am excited about it um, I would like to see a Dragon Ball Z live action series. I think that would be really good. I think that could be done really well with the CGI we have now. But yeah, that's just my feelings on that. <laughs> I would love to see Attack on Titan one too. That would be amazing. Oh, that'd be so bloody. Uh, in other news, um, there's a rumor that Lilo, that Lilo and Stitch are getting a live action movie but it's not coming to theaters uh, apparently it's going straight to disney plus so it seems like they're going to start trying to figure out which ones get a theater release and which ones go straight to disney plus um and i don't know how they're gonna be figuring that out because i thought lilo and stitch was big enough to get a theater release um, the first, the first movie was really good. I love the first movie. The second one went to DVD. The first animated movie, I should be more specific. First animated movie was really good. I love that one. The second one went straight to DVD. It had a show. I dig the show. I watched the show. It was really good. So the fact that it, this is going straight to Disney Plus instead of getting a theater release is very interesting. And I, I'm not sure what their thought process is on this. Apparently, this has been in the works since, like, 2018. There have been rumors, talks about this going on, and the project is steadily moving forward now. Uh, apparently, they're trying to start shooting at the end of, or somewhere begin at the end of this year. So, they're really trying to hit the ground running with this. i seen something else. There was uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is possibly getting a remake at Disney+. Plus which is very interesting. And I forget dude's name. Dude that played the dad in Honey, I Struck the Kids. He quit acting 
um, to be a single dad. I guess his wife had passed away, so he quit acting to be a single dad, um, stay home with his kids, which commend him for that. Touche, do your thing, man. Uh, he is in talks to possibly return. It'd be his acting, uh, it's not debut because he's already been an actor. He would return to acting. I know there's a big word. I can't think of it. <laughs> but yeah, that's, it's, it's, I think they made like, what, four Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? It's a classic. Um, bringing it back will be tricky. Uh, it really depends on how they do it. It, it's good material. I'm not going to lie. It's a good concept to bring back. Especially now you have a whole new generation that can fall in love with that concept and that premise. Um, but it really is all about how you do it. If you're trying to bank on nostalgia, you can go wrong that way. We've seen that done with Ghostbusters and a couple other films. Um, I probably shouldn't single out Ghostbusters, but I did. Um, but you can do it positive like um, Jumanji. Jumanji banked on nostalgia and added some new stuff to it and blew up. So it could go either way. It really can go either way. And I'm interested to see what they do with that. Um, but I still want to see Leo and Stitch. Uh, apparently it's supposed to be like a hybrid CGI thing. So pretty much like Lion King meets um, Mulan. Even though Mulan doesn't have any dragons are songs and it's supposed to be more accurate to the tale that Disney I don't want to say stole but got took from <laughs> either way it goes it's still a bad word <laughs> but yeah it's supposed to be like that so that's interesting um, in other news so for your Doctor Who fans I don't watch Doctor Who. I've seen a couple episodes. Um, I've seen a couple different Doctors. Um, it's a very interesting show. I'm not going to lie. It's very interesting. Apparently, it's been going on f almost forever, which is amazing. Uh, I saw something about the female Doctor. We already know about that. But then there was another female Doctor, and apparently... She is a doctor while this other doctor is a doctor. I know I'm saying a doctor a lot, but that's the only way I know how to talk about Doctor Who. <laughs> so there is another female doctor, and she's the first black doctor, too. Uh, so there's two doctors at one time. I guess that's unprecedented. That doesn't happen. Let me know how that is, guys. That do watch Doctor Who, let me know. Hit me up. Black Equal Instagram, Black Equal Twitter, and Black Equal Podcast at Gmail. That doesn't happen. There can't, there usually can't be two doctors at the same time. But apparently, this new black woman doctor uh, was a doctor from a long time ago and was hiding out and lost her memories or something like that. Something weird. But it's in new territory for Doctor Who. Um, some people like it, some people don't. I hope it's not a gimmick. Being that this is the first black doctor, I think that's something they should have really, I think that doctor should have had its own, like, season. Like, its own doctor at, be the only doctor. Um, 
that's just how I feel. I don't even watch the show, so maybe I shouldn't even have any input. But this is how I feel. I'm saying it. Yes. <laughs> but let me know how you guys feel. If you're a fan of the show, if you've been watching the show, all that good stuff. Let me know how you feel about this. Uh, two doctors and then one doctor being first black doctor. Especially for black fans. I want to know how you guys feel. White fans, I do want to know how you feel. Everybody want to know how you feel. This is not about race. But I am interested to see how y'all feel about this. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble with this one. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Uh, so we got our first look at uh, Gravedigger, played by Wayne Brady on Black Lightning. I saw the pick. He was holding a gun. It's really weird to see Wayne Brady hold a gun. Um, but then you think about that uh, uh, <laughs> the skit on... On Chappelle's show, <laughs> Wayne Brady had the... I can't say that because I try not to cuss on here. But <laughs> he looked interesting. Um, you might want to see him in motion to see how that character works. I don't know what that character's powers or said comic book powers are, if he's going to have powers in the show. I, honestly, I don't even follow Black Lightning anymore. I know, that sounds terrible. I just couldn't get past the first season. I'm sorry. <laughs> I could maybe I'll go back to it. Maybe I'll try to check back in. I see that his both his daughters are superheroes now. They're doing their thing. They got costumes, all that good stuff. Um Yeah, I might not check back. But I might I don't know. Let me know. Should I check back with Black Lightning? I really didn't like his costume. But I see they, they said somebody said he changed his costume or something. Maybe it looks better now. I don't know. I'm not hundred percent sure. But only time will tell. Yeah, let me know if I should go back to Black Lightning. Uh, also, little tidbit, I haven't watched any of this crisis on Infinite Earths. So, there is so much stuff going on with The Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, Black Lightning. I guess Diggle might be a Green Lantern. Um, I've seen something where he was open some box and Green was shining on him. I know people had theories that he was a Green Lantern, but I think they're paying that off. If they're doing that, cool. If it's a, a cop-out, boo. Um, let me know how that crisis on Infinite Earth is going. Um, I haven't heard really great things about it, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, I know it's affecting the other shows. Like, apparently, I think Supergirl, Flash... And somebody else is gone. Somebody died. I'm not going to say who, just in case you watch the show and you, I haven't finished this part or something. But yeah, let me know how you guys like Crisis on Infinite Earths. Is it good? Should I be checking it out? Uh, I probably should check it out. But, oh, it's so much stuff to watch. <laughs> um, but in other news, because i got to watch this when it comes out, Cancelvania... I don't know, I said that wrong. Cap, <sighs> Castlevania Season 3 is coming October. No, Season 2. Is it Season 3? I think it is Season 3. Yes, yeah, Season 3. What? I was looking at the wrong part of my notes. Season 3 is going to premiere March 15th. So in like, what, three weeks? Three to, oh, yeah, three weeks. In three weeks, we get to go back to... Uh, I, I just blanked on their names. Oh, my God. I blanked on all their names. 
Belmont. Uh, yeah, Belmont, Dracula, Dracula's son. We get to check that out, get that in. Oh, I'm super excited for that. Uh, it's a really good show. Looks really good. Season one was so good. Season two was a little bit rocky, but had good spurts. So hopefully they're pulling out the stops for season three. Super excited for this show. It's on Netflix. If you don't know, check that out. Go watch season one and two. Let me know what you think. And get ready for season three. Oh, I'm super excited for this. Uh, in other news, The Mandalorian season two is coming October. Yes, it's coming this year, October. They're they gotta they gotta hit on their hands and they're trying to make sure you stay signed on to Disney Plus. <coughs> Excuse me. They make sure you sign on Disney Plus. So they're trying to put this next season out pretty fast. Uh, we already knew they had greenlit uh, season two before season one even started. Because they really had faith in this show. So they already were shooting stuff, filming stuff, and getting ready for it. Um, I forget the name of his character. He had the dark saber at the end. They say he's supposed to have a bigger role in season two. Um, I'm really interested to see how much the child, because technically it's not Baby Yoda, it's the child. That's what his um, merch says on his stuff. It says the child. I want to see how much he learns throughout season two. Does he do more stuff? Like the force healing, that was out of nowhere, but it was cool. It was cool. Um, I like the. I still got to do a review for season one, which I'm gonna do soon. I'm. I'm trying to get on top of stuff here, but I'm gonna do that soon. But yeah, let me know how you guys feel about season one of the Mandalorian. Are you excited for season two of the Mandalorian coming this year? And other news. Uh, I think we watched the trailer for Star Girl a while back. So one of the creators, our showrunners have come out and said that Solomon Grunt... Well, why do I say his name like that? Solomon Grundy will be one of the main villains on the show. If you watch the trailer, he is in the back. And that, like, coming out that dark hole, he's massive. Uh, it looks really cool. I'm not going to lie. The trailer looks good. I am... This is one of the Disney... I mean, the DC newer shows that I'm kind of excited about. I didn't finish Titans. I, I I agree with you. Titans had some cool stuff going on in the beginning, but it's kind of slow. Doom Patrol, I, I didn't get really into it. I heard it was really good, but I just didn't get into it. I don't know. DC seems to have difficulties, at least for me, translating their comics to live action series like i watched swamp thing a little bit it was more horror than i wanted so i i'm not that big a fan of a swamp thing honestly i'm, I'm well I, I like Swamp Thing. he's all right but i just i there's not one i've seen yet to be like oh i need to watch this all the way through except for watchmen because technically watchmen is a dc property I watched all of Watchmen, which I still got to do a review on that, too. Really good. Um, Yeah, let me know if you haven't watched Watchmen. It actually won some award at the Writers Guild, I believe. 
I won an award at the Writers, Writers Guild. We're not here talking about Watchmen. We're talking about Stargirl, which I am going to check out when it comes out. Apparently, it's going to be on the CW and the DCU app. I don't know if it's a dual casting or if it's going to go on CW for an episode and then you catch other episodes on deep. I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out more about that, and I'll definitely let you guys know when I hear more about that. Uh, so the last bit of news we're going to talk about, the Falcon Winter Soldier, WandaVision, and Loki spot on Super Bowl Sunday TV spot. Uh, I would have did a live reaction video, but I was watching the game and I actually saw it. So <laughs> I couldn't really live reaction to it because I saw it. But let's talk about it real quick. Um, so they showed some footage, uh, little snippets of the shows. Clearly, they're still working on it, so they don't have a lot of stuff to show. Visual effects, all that good stuff. But what they showed looked amazing. It looks just as good as The Mandalorian looks. It looks like a real movie. Uh, they're clearly still going for that movie quality look. Um, you see... Falcon throwing the shield, which you're like, can he really throw the shield through a tree? Because Cap could do that because he has superhuman strength. When a soldier can do that because he has the arm. And I think he has some kind of ceiling, um, or the ceiling, I can't say that word. He has some kind of different form of the Winter Soldier, I mean Cap's uh, soldier syndrome. I can't say that word. Oh, it's so annoying. <laughs> but Falcon is just a normal dude. Like, he's trained, yes, but he's no more stronger than anybody else necessarily. Than a normal man. So that's going to be interesting. Um, But the biggest things were with Wanda seeing, um, seeing the whole kind of throwback to... TV shows of past. You got Leave It to Beaver. Uh, I believe that was the Brady Bunch. One of them looked like the Terminator. I could be wrong on that one. I could be wrong on that. You've seen Vision in black and white. He's alive. Apparently, they're going to introduce her kids in this too. Um, hold on. Let me watch it again. <laughs> yeah, it, it's... It, it's so much stuff happening. It's hard to see. But you see Falcon flying, chasing these guys that paratrooping out the um, sky. Winter Soldier holding a gun to somebody, bullets flying. That was cool. I think that was um, the U.S. agent in that like basketball, no, football arena uh, doing that. It uh, looked like a halftime show. And then you got Loki at the end saying he's going to burn this place to the ground. Uh, I can't tell what that symbol on his shirt is. It looks like he's in prison, though. So that's interesting. I heard a rumor that they're tapping Owen Wilson to be in Loki's series as a main character for something. So that's going to be really interesting, too. Overall, I am super excited for... The Disney Plus shows, um, the Marvel Disney Plus shows, and I think one is coming sooner than we thought it was. Uh, yeah, I think, think some. I know WandaVision got pushed up, but I think Loki might have got pushed up. I could be wrong on that. Don't quote me. Don't quote me 
Okay. But yeah, that's all I have for small. Oh wait. Um, I'm behind like two episodes of My Hero Academia because the English dub isn't come out. It's supposed to be simulcast where at least uh, every time they have a new episode, two to three days later they have it dubbed. They're falling behind, so I don't know what's going on. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to not watch the uh, sub because I hate that because the voices are different and all that it messes you up. But I might have to. Sorry, there's a bug. I might have to because <laughs> I want to know what's going on. I want to see what's happening. Um, and I'm trying to stay off Facebook because people put stuff on Facebook, which is, I that's your right. You can put stuff on Facebook, but you're spoiling stuff for me and I want to see it. But yeah, I'm waiting for that to happen. I still got to still finish in uh, Demon Slayer. Still got to check that out. I know there was some new anime I wanted to look at, but I got busy. And didn't have time. Uh, but, yeah, that's everything on small screen news. As always, guys, let me know if I missed something you want to give my opinion. That want me to give my opinion on or wanted me to talk about. Or see if I'm into it or going to watch it later. Let me know if I missed something. Hit me up at Black Equal on Instagram, Twitter, or Black Equal Podcast at Gmail. I'll definitely put it in the next podcast. Or you can hit me down in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube. Alright guys, let's jump into big screen news. First up, we got our first look at the Dune movie logo. And it looks kind of cool, kind of weird. Um, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know Dune like that. So I don't know if this is a kind of a throwback to something in the Dune comic books or in, from the Dune show. So you guys have to let me know about that. The it's it's very slick, uh, modern looking logo, but very simplistic, which is cool. It 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 really leaves a lot to your imagination of what the series is. I mean, what the movie's gonna be, just from the logo, trying to get a kind of perspective of what the movie's idea or what direction they're going. It's very hard to do that with. Uh, but overall, I think it's a cool little logo. I'm still waiting to see like some footage from Dune to see how this world is going to be from what people kind of told me about Dune and how the world works and the passage of time. and It's apocalyptic, but weird civilization apocalyptics type stuff so i'm kind of very interested to see what they do with this movie and dude that's directing i cannot say his name i always pronounce it terribly he did arrival he did um what is that movie uh, ryan gosling was it in it's a it's not a remake it's a continuation of a story with harrison ford uh, it's not Running Man, uh, um, I'm blanking on the name of that, you guys know what that movie is, I don't know, but he did that, I seen Arrival, I liked Arrival, I'm not gonna tell you what happens in Arrival, cause it's kind of a twist, and it's a really good twist, so you go check that out, but I really like what he did in that, so I'm interested to see what he does in this, but let me know how you guys feel about the logo, are you excited for it, Dune fans, did it get you hyped up? Or did it get you worried? Let me know how you guys feel. 
So, next bit of the news. There is apparently going to be a Green Hornet remake. So, the last Green Hornet movie was at Paramount, I believe. Yeah, I think it was at Paramount. They, some reason, let the um, license lapse. So, then it went to public domain. Somebody else put a bid on it, got it, blah, blah, this. So, they're making a remake of uh, Green Hornet. One of the guys involved in the remake used to work at Marvel Studios. He says he's a big fan of the Green Hornet. He really wants to redo the Green Hornet to give it a modern twist. Um, It's a a really good story and really deserves to be taken care of. Um, If you didn't see the last Green Hornet movie, uh, it was okay. Seth Rogen actually did a decent job as a superhero. I think the Green Hornet kind of, they kind of went in a different direction, which made him kind of a slacker superhero to an extent. It was interesting. It wasn't great. It was okay. It was okay. It wasn't the greatest uh, remake. Um, I've never, I can't say I've been never been a fan of the Green Hornet. It just was before my time. The, the show happened well before my time. Um, would I be interested in a remake? Um, not really. Then again, you could make anything be awesome, to be honest. With the right people, the right writers, um, timing, you can make something awesome. So, maybe they can do something with this, um, property and make it really cool to where people are like, yeah, I gotta go watch that. I don't know. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. Eh, I could probably do without it, to be honest. I think there's so many other properties that are not being used that deserve a chance to have a movie. Like... I want a Static Shock movie. I want a Static Shock movie. I want it now. I think... uh, I really do need a Static Shock movie. I don't know why they haven't made one yet. I mean, I guess I understand why they made one yet. Because he's not that big of a superhero. But come on. Uh, It'd be amazing. Then again, they could mess it up terribly. And make me very mad and make me sad. (laughs) But you never know if you don't get it first. So do a static shot. Um, <laughs> I know we were talking about the Green Hornet. I went on a tangent. I'm sorry. Anyway, next up. So uh, apparently they've wrapped the Eternals um, production. So I guess they're heading into post-production where, you know, visual effects, all that stuff. Start editing the movie. See what they need, what they don't need. You know, they shoot so much stuff. Um, so now we're just biding our time until we can see the first trailer. So we see first glimpse of this movie and see what Marvel's going to do with their first, well, technically second superhero team. Um, technically be third because I count Avengers as the first superhero team they did. The second superhero team, I believe, is the Guardians of the Galaxy. Because that is a superhero team. 
a whole bunch of misfit, misfits put together to save the world. And that's what they did. That's their second team movie. And then, you know, they Civil War, blah, blah, this. But honestly, I think it goes Avengers, Gardens of the Galaxy, and then kind of sparks Avengers stuff. But as, like, first-time team stuff, Avengers, Guardians, now the Internals. I think this is their third kind of team movie or team superhero mashup movie for, like, people the first time never being together. That makes sense to you. That makes sense? It makes sense to me. So it clearly doesn't make sense to you. (laughs) It's just how it goes sometimes. But yeah, we're really interested to see what this first trailer looks like. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm really, really going to be interested to see how it looks. Uh, Yeah, a lot of people in it. I don't know all the Eternals' powers. Apparently, they have similar powers. I don't even know their real goals. Apparently, they've been on Earth for millennium, just hiding out as regular humans. And I want to see how this connects to the MCU at large. How does this affect everything else going further? Why didn't they step in when they did? When is this movie time where is it placed in time is it present day is it past future so many questions with this movie alone what are going to be the ramifications of things going forward after this movie because clearly in this movie they're going to be discovered and show their powers and show themselves to other heroes and who are the villains of the Eternals? How does that work? Oh, so many questions. Um, I really need to read up on them, learn a little more about them. Um, I know nothing about the Eternals. I'm be 100% with you. I know nothing about them. And I'm pretty sure there is a thousand to probably a million other people that don't know anything about the Eternals beloved the MCU and the Marvel movies as a whole. So I want to see how that affects their box office or how that movie's going to be received being no one who knows about them. Like, I knew a little bit about the Guardians. I knew a lot about the Guardians. Uh, But, honestly, the Guardians was a real hard sell for mainstream moviegoers and the fact that they went out and drove and watched that movie and made that movie successful and fell in love with those characters is all inspired by how Marvel can understand their characters and craft them for an audience who never knew there was such character as Groot. A talking tree that literally only says his name and people fell in love with him. (laughs) It's amazing. So I'm really interested to see how they do with the Eternals. Um, it's like I'm going in not knowing very much about them. So I'm going in green and I have I have faith it's gonna be good because it's Marvel. They've only let you down maybe once or twice. Like Thor, the Dark World and the first Thor wasn't great. 
but it wasn't that bad. Thor Dark World, horrible. Everything else they've done, I've liked. Even, I've liked the Ant-Man movies. Um, the second one wasn't as great, but I liked the Wasp in it. Yeah, I mean, only one I really have complaints about is Thor The Dark World. Um, yeah, so I'm a fan, so I'm, I'm, I'm in the bag for this one. I'm very interested to see what they do. Let me know how you guys feel. Hit me up, Black Geek Cool on Instagram, Black Geek Cool on Twitter, Black Geek, Black Geek Cool Podcast at Gmail. Next up, so apparently this has been going on for a while. They've been in talks for a while to do this. They're making another Lethal Weapon. It's going to be Lethal Weapon 5. Danny Glover and Mel Gibson are said to be returning. I'm not 100% sure who else is returning. I don't know if Chris Rock is going to come back. I know he was in Lethal Weapon 4. There was somebody else. I can't remember. But, um, yeah. I I don't know. This this would be very weird if it happens. Um, they're really old. And apparently, the guy that directed the first Lethal Weapon is coming back to direct this one as well. So, that would be just bonkers. Just bonkers. But, i go see it. <laughs> I'll go see it. Uh, I like the first Lethal Weapon, and Lethal Weapon 2 was good. Lethal Weapon 3 got weird, and Lethal Weapon 4, very weird. But, it's it's... It's a relic of our past. Like, if you watch those movies, you like them. So, honestly, you, you, you gotta see them. Uh, yeah. So, um, I... Oh, Joe Pesci, I think he's coming back, too. I think he's on board to come back, too. Which would be very interesting. But, yeah. Um, I don't know if it's actually gonna get made. I know they're still working on the script. Trying to make sure the script's right for the for this one. But if this is their last hurrah, go for it. Then you can reboot it in like five or ten years and have a new lethal weapon for a newer generation. I mean they did the TV show, the TV show did really well. So you can reboot the movie, no problem. Um, in other news, I forgot I was talking. I was thinking in my head, like, what would they do in this movie? Uh they be really old. They can't be on the front lines. Maybe one of them is a captain. Or maybe they can be captains of two different precincts. That'd be interesting. Maybe. Oh, whatever. Okay. Uh, next piece of news. So, I don't know how much this is going to be true. Kathleen Kennedy, the runner of Star Wars, or is that how you, is that her job position the runner of Star Wars I don't know if that well the lady in charge of Star Wars right now who's who's in charge of the last three trilogies solo rogue one I think she's in charge of Mandalorian as well in the obi-wan Kenobi series um she says there will be a woman directing a future Star Wars movie. She promises it. Um, I have no qualms with a woman directing a Star Wars movie. Uh, what was it? Episode 
five. I know episode four was directed by Dallas Briar Howard, which I just realized was Ron Howard's daughter. I did not know that. <laughs> I didn't put the two to two together. But she directed episode four. Another lady directed, I think, episode five or three, or maybe seven. It was epi- I think it was an episode where, um, spoilers for Mandalorian if you didn't, he went to go help an old friend break out some guy out of prison, a uh, prison transport, and they tried to double-cross him. That was a really good episode. I think she directed, another woman directed that episode. But yeah, I have no qualms with a woman directing Star Wars. I'm surprised it's taking this long to do it. Um, but... I don't know if Kathleen Kennedy is going to still be in charge of Star Wars to that degree of picking directors. I know a lot of people don't like her. A lot of the fans don't like her because they feel like she doesn't necessarily care about Star Wars. She's only there for her own agenda and it's kind of pushing out old Star Wars fans, trying to make new Star Wars fans. And making it very female-centric, some people are complaining about. Like I said, everybody likes to be seen in these movies they love. There's a lot of women that love Star Wars, and they want to see themselves in Star Wars. Not in just small bit parts like you did Rose in Star Wars, The Last... No, not The Last Jedi. Rise of the Skywalker. They want to see that. They want to see themselves as the heroes. There's nothing wrong with that. The thing with Star Wars... Is they keep focusing on Skywalkers. I am so glad. I hope they move away from Skywalkers right now. Because it's supposed to be Star Wars. It's a huge universe. Why we keep focusing on these two people. Let's move past these people. There gotta be more people in this universe trying to save it. I'm sorry. And there gotta be more people in this universe trying to destroy it too. I want to see different bad guys. Ones that have no connection to Skywalkers. <laughs> None. But that's just my feelings. Um, but, yes, how do you feel uh, if a woman directs Star Wars? I, I have to think half you don't care. Half you are fine with it. And there's like 2% of you are like, no, that can't happen. Star Wars is for men. And you guys are stupid. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. But, yeah, I don't think it's a big deal. I think it should have happened a long time ago. Um, but, yeah, I don't know if Kathleen Kitty is going to be there much longer. Even though all her Star Wars movies have made a billion, one made two, two billion, they don't like the divisiveness of the movie she's made with the fans, how they've kind of pulled away from the franchise and don't seem to love it as much as they used to. So I think they're going to move her down and let somebody else become the top person Still have her there in some kind of capacity working with Star Wars, but not top person anymore. That's just how I'm feeling and what I've been hearing in some of the reports around Hollywood. You know that big Hollywood button. I'm just saying weird stuff. Anyway, so uh, there's a rumor that Sam Raimi might be directing Doctor Strange 2. Uh, what is it? Doctor Strange 2, the Multiverse of Madness. Crazy long name, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, so Sam Raimi might be directing 
Doctor Strange 2, which I am all aboard. I think that's a good pick. Um, he's weird. He has this, uh, what's his name? Oh, I just blanked that that one director's name. He did Edward Scissorhands. Uh, he did Batman Returns. What is his name? I think he did Nightmare Before Christmas. The uh, Not The Bride. The Claymation Bride movie. Uh, the Claymation Little Weird Wiener Dog. I forget his name. What is his name? Whatever his name is, he's got kind of his style with his little dark kind of thoughts but Sam Raimi I really like what he did with Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2 I didn't like what he did with Spider-Man 3 but apparently his studio was trying to make him do certain things so many people so many villains um I think that might be a problem with Marvel because they kind of have a blueprint of how their movies should go and what they should set up and stuff like that um, but I think they are letting directors be a little more flexible now that they're moving into a different, into this phase five, I think. Is it phase five? Yeah, I think it's phase five. As they're moving to phase five, they're letting directors have a little more leeway with stuff. So I think Sam Raimi, this would be really good. Then again, the guy that was directing left because of creative differences. That's a nice way of saying we don't like what you're doing. So we don't want you to direct this anymore. And we're Marvel. So move over. But. Um, I, I I think Sam Raimi would be a good fit. For Doctor Strange. Especially if they're taking a little more horror vibe into it. And Scarlet Witch is supposed to be in. And he's supposed to introduce seeing. Uh, the multiverse even more. I think that would be a really good fit. Let me know how you guys feel. Do you think Sam Raimi should direct Doctor Strange 2? And if not him, who do you believe should direct Doctor Strange 2? Ah, yeah. Let me know. Um, last bit of news. I watched the Fast 9 trailer. I probably should have did a live reaction to it. Because this trailer is bonkers. So, let's talk about it a little bit. So, first of all... <laughs> there are so many people that I thought was dead in this series. That are in this trailer. Uh... The one chick, I thought she was dead. I forget her name. I don't know half these people's names. All I know is Dom, um, Han, who I thought was dead. I'm pretty sure he exploded in a car or something. Uh, Paul, what was it? Uh, oh, I forgot dude's name too. Uh, uh, well, his uh, the chick he was trying to get with, I thought she died. Then I thought um, Don's girl died. But I guess she didn't because I think I did see her in like Fast 7. But never explained how she came back. Like I said, um, Han died. Somebody else died. Somebody else died. But whatever. <laughs> so they're back. Um, spoiler for the trailer that you probably should watch for the movie. You're definitely probably going to watch. Uh, Don has a brother. Apparently it's his little brother. Which, 
makes no sense. Like, this dude was all about family. Never mentioned he had a brother. Like, we're in eight movies deep. You never mentioned one time you had a brother? One time. <laughs> like, you didn't even say my brother's locked up. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> That's ridiculous. It's not all about family. You're a liar. <laughs> Secondly... <laughs> Secondly, his brother hates him, so either Don did something to his brother to make him hate him, let him take the fall for him. Where you been, bruh? <laughs> like, where you been? Don has been around the world. He was presumed dead at one point. <laughs> Came back, and you didn't go, huh, maybe I should check on my brother. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. But Charlize Theron's back in this. Um, I didn't see, uh, I didn't see Jason Statham, uh, that's weird to say his name. I didn't see him in it, but I assume with him doing that movie with The Rock, Hans and Shaw, uh, we're, we're definitely not seeing The Rock, because I know Vin Diesel and The Rock are having a feud, blah, blah, this. I don't know if it was four movies to do it, make the movies more popular or whatever, if it was real. I don't, I'm not sure, but since he did Hobbs and Shaw, I'm assuming it's more real than I thought it was. So you're not going to see The Rock or Statham in this. Uh, that's why they got this, uh, what's his name? The You Can't See Me guy, I forget. John Cena. Yeah, John Cena, who is playing Vin Diesel's brother, younger brother, by my dad. Uh, he's the new kind of villain in this, along with Charlize Theron. Uh, the crew is back. You got uh, Tyrese is back. Ludacris. I don't know these characters' names. <laughs> uh, who else is there? Um, uh, that's all the characters I know. Apparently, some guys from Tokyo Drift is coming back. So that means Bow Wow could probably come back. Yes, I watched Tokyo Drift. Bow Wow was in it. And the other dude who was from Sling Bait, who played the kid in Sling Bait, who I don't know his name, he's possibly coming back. Um... Yeah, that's that's insane. So I watched this. There's there's so much so much crazy stuff happening. This one lady got hit by uh she was in she's she's a motorcycle in the air. She got hit by a car, fell off the motorcycle midair. I might add you. Dom saw her falling. He used a car to break her fall. <laughs> Not like a convertible and she fell into the seat no she fell on the roof of the car (laughs) and you telling me she didn't hurt anything she was in mid-air when this happened i was like oh my god and then um (laughs) there's a sport where somebody drives a mustang off a cliff and a a a plane comes and grabs them in mid-air as they're going down and and Ludacris literally says, they have magnet planes. <laughs> I get it. These movies have gone off the rails. And they're insanely crazy doing unhuman things, un just ridiculous things with cars that can't be done in the real world. I get it. But at one point, you got to go, hey, guys. I think we're doing a little too much. Because <laughs> there's a point where Vin Diesel drives his car off a cliff. 
and there's supposed to be a bridge there. The bridge is gone. Because mind you, earlier in the trailer, somebody drove off the bridge on the uh, bridge as it was falling and they were driving. The bridge was falling and they were driving. <laughs> and still going forward. Made no sense. But he drove into the pole of the only bit of string left on the bridge. And somehow that string wrapped around his tire. And now he's swinging the car from one cliff to another cliff. <laughs> this happened in the trailer. So God knows what's only in the movie. I'm going to say it now. This is going to make a billion dollars. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to go see this movie just to see the craziness. I am not lying. This looks like it's going to be a blast. Like Hobbs and Shaw looked like it was fun. And I saw it. It was all right. It wasn't as fun as I thought it was going to be. But that that's the sidekicks. Those That's the spinoff of the Fast and Furious. This is the Fast and Furious. They're pulling all the stops out. So I think at one point somebody literally was standing on a car. Well, another car ran into him and they stopped it with their hands. I honestly think that happened. <laughs> okay, let me know if you're a fan of the Fast and Furious. If you're excited for the Fast 9, you think it's not crazy that Dom has a brother that no one's ever talked about before at all in none of these movies, not once brought up, not even his girlfriend. I think that's Dom's sister, the other lady's sister. She didn't bring it up. Why did anybody talk about Dom's brother? I swear to God, if they do two more movies and all of a sudden he has a twin sister, I am out. Honestly, I was out at Tokyo Drift. I let it go after that. But I'm back in. <laughs> uh, let me know how you guys feel about this trailer. I think it's hilarious. And it looks like super fun. <laughs> but let me know what you guys think. Uh, that's all I have on my notes for big screen news. As always, if I miss something, please let me know. I'll put it in the next uh, episode of the podcast. You get my thoughts, uh, my opinion, all that good stuff on it. Just hit me up at Blackie Cool on Instagram, Blackie Cool on Twitter, and of course, Blackie Cool Podcast at Gmail. Or hit me down in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, yeah, that's the show for today. As always, guys, appreciate you watching. Just remember, you can listen to the Blackie Cool Podcast on Anchor, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, uh, what's the one? iTunes? I think it's on iTunes. And anywhere else you can find podcasts. Uh, you can also listen on YouTube. I don't know if I said that, but you can listen on YouTube. Um, yeah. You, you, sorry. <laughs> I'm still thinking about that movie. <laughs> the trailer. Uh, you, you listen to it on YouTube at Blackie Cool. Um... Give me a second. Let me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and if you would like to support the podcast, you can go to Anchor, the website, not the app, and become a supporter on there. You could throw two to five dollars in to support the podcast monthly. That would be greatly appreciated. You also can support the podcast by buying merch. I just put up some new merch um, at Teespring slash Blackie Cool. Check it out. Uh, there's a link. If you're watching the YouTube, it's a link down there uh, in the description. If you're listening on this iTunes, there should be like a little um, link in the description of 
the podcast uh, checked out there. Or you can check me at my Facebook page, Blackie Cool. There's links there. You can check out the... I'm going to put some of the merch up there. If you want to, go buy a shirt. Uh, get you some... I, I feel we are saying merch, but get you some shirts. I'm still going to put up a couple more designs later in the week. So check back if you want the main logo. Right now I just have like my face and then um, Blackie Cool Podcast, that font up there. So check back later. I have some more stuff up there. But you can check there to support. Um, buy your t-shirt. Get you. I got hoodies. I got socks too. Check out that. That's weird. I didn't even think I can make socks. I can make socks. I'm gonna check that out. You can also support the podcast by, you know, just sharing. Just sharing the podcast, sharing it on Anchor, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, all the places. Share it. Share it to two friends or share it to all your friends or share it to 32 friends. Whatever number you feel is acceptable to share. Um, thanks, you guys, for watching. Um, still working on my Patreon. Should have that up in maybe a month. Don't quote me because I, I get lazy and forget to do stuff. I fall asleep a lot. Sleep is good. Love sleep. Anyway, thanks for watching, guys. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it so much. All the love you guys show, sharing, liking, commenting, all that good stuff. It's greatly appreciated. Thanks for sticking with me. And I'll check you guys next week and talk to you guys then.